Hold on to your rainbows and join me, Lizzie Lesbiana, for a weekly dose of LGBTQ news, talk, and entertainment. I'll be interviewing artists, activists, bosses, entrepreneurs, creators, and other movers and shakers in our community. Remember, if it sounds gay, you know I'm in. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to The People's Lesbian. It is Liz, aka Lizzie Lesbiana, and I am back to bring you episode four. It's still crazy to me that I'm doing this, that I'm officially a podcaster, and that this is episode four, but the truth of the matter is, is that it is episode four. (laughs) So um, what did I want to talk about today? Yes, yes, yes. I wanted to talk about GLAD. So GLAD is spelled G-L-A-D-D. It has two Ds. So don't think I was just trying to spell GLAD for no reason. It is G-L-A-D-D. And GLAD works through entertainment, news, and digital media to share stories from the LGBT community that accelerate acceptance. So GLAD is another resource that I hold a true and dear to my heart. I was actually a journalism major while I was in undergrad, and I had found out about GLAD at that time and for the work that they do for the community. So if you've never heard of GLAD or if you've never checked out GLAD, uh, make sure to visit their, their website and just look and see all the things that they do offer. And they're really good at keeping everything updated as well. So based off of their website, the things that they specialize in are entertainment media, Spanish language and Latin media, transgender media, Southern stories, global voices, news media, and rapid response. So those are their main buckets and areas of focus. But of course, you know, they they do so much within that, you know. So like I said, uh, definitely a good resource to check out. And what I wanted to talk about today was the report that they released on January 14th. And it was a findings of their annual study. Their annual study is where we are on TV. So it's where we are on TV 2020, 2021. And I definitely found a lot of the information in in this study to be quite interesting. I admittedly want to say that I never heard of this study and wasn't aware of the study that the GLAD um, Institute has done. Um, But I'm glad that I found it now, and I'm glad that it's something I can look forward to reading uh, when they publish it. So like I said, it's it's yearly, and this was published on January 14th. So I'm just going to read a little bit more about what it is and some of the major findings that they found in the study of the 2021 um, report. It says, Glad Today announced the findings of its annual Where Are We on TV study. Where We Are on TV analyzes the overall diversity of primetime scripted series, regulars on broadcast networks, and assesses the number of LGBTQ regular and reoccurring characters on primetime, scripted, cable programming, and other original scripted streaming series on services like Amazon, Hulu and Netflix for the 2020-2021. <laughs> so, you know, this is the thing, right? So when I read out loud 
my mind is always racing. So I realized that I'm always like a sentence or two ahead. Um, so I need to calm the fuck down in my head when I'm reading because I'm always reading like, you know, like I'm like 10 espresso shots in or, um, some shit like that. So bear with me as I learn to read for others. (laughs) Um, but let me just pick back up where I was. So it says this marks the 25th year that GLAAD has tracked the presence of the LGBT characters on television and the 16th edition of the Where We Are on TV study. So like I said, admittedly, I was a little sad that I did not know about this sooner, but I'm glad I know about it now. And I'm definitely uh, sharing the resource out to all of you so that if this is something you're interested in, you can definitely um, take a look at it and read it thoroughly and fully um, on your own time. So the next paragraph goes on to read, while the COVID-19 pandemic sweeps the globe, Americans and audiences across the world are turning into their televisions. Per Nielsen's, Nielsen's, oh yeah, those people, those people, the TV rating people, total audience study, adults 18 and over were spending just above 37 hours per week watching television in the first quarter of the year. So nearly the equivalent of a full-time job. So, you know, essentially as soon as the pandemic really started to pick up and People had to stay home. It's, you know, they were all tuning into TV, you know, more than they would have because that was the only thing that they had to do. The article basically goes on to say and state that this renewed drive for connection via television paired with the growth in audiences' appetite for more and more new content is a huge opportunity for LGBTQ visibility across the industry. Right now, LGBTQ inclusion is still enormously impacted by a small handful of creators who prioritize it. So I'm going to read that again for the people who think that everything is gay and that there's gay people and gay characters and gay thingies in everything that they watch. So right now, LGBTQ inclusion is still enormously impacted by a small handful of creators who prioritize it. They go on to um, talk about characters on series from just four creatives. So characters on series from just four motherfucking creatives. So I can count. This is just one hand. One hand. Well, yeah, because I only have five fingers, but on each hand. No, I have five fingers on each hand. So I have 10 fingers because, you know, you got to be clear because not everyone has 10 fingers. Um, But anyway, characters on series from just four creatives Outpower players, so Greg Bernotilli, I butchered that name, I'm so sorry, Greg, I'm so sorry, Greg, Leanne Waithe, Ryan Murphy, and Ally Shonda Rhimes, last year accounted for 14% of all LGBTQ characters, so four people now (laughs) accounted for 14% of all LGBT characters. This year, the percentage increased with these creators' series representing 17% of all LGBTQ representation. So that's 62 out of 360 characters on TV appearing on their 16 series included in this year's study. That means nearly one in every five LGBTQ character appears on a series that is tied 
to one of just four creatives. So think about the importance and the impact for this. This means nearly one in every five LGBTQ characters appears on a series that is tied to one of just four creatives. That is sad. That is very sad. So basically, like I said, this study is huge and I'm actually thinking about breaking it into subsets to um, dig into deeper, to go into more details, but it is huge. So I'm doing my best to just make this more of an introduction and to also include some of the main overall points that stood out. And like I said, maybe dig deeper into the representation of lesbians and bisexual people and non-gender conforming people and gay couples and, you know, but that definitely is a lot to go through. Uh, so one of the high um, highlights that they highlighted here, <laughs> the highlights that they highlighted here. <laughs> okay, that's what goes on in my head. So the percentage of LGBT characters that were scheduled to appear on broadcast and broadcast scripted primetime television was at 9.1%, right? So this was a decrease from last year, which was a record high. <laughs> so last year was the record high and that was 10.2%. Um, and the first season to mark a decrease in the percentage from 2013 to 14. Um, they do say that the percentage was expected to show a temporary decrease due to the COVID pandemic and halting production on several shows, impacting development of new series. There are an additional of 31 LGBTQ reoccurring characters on broadcast for a total of, drumroll, oh, of 101 LGBTQ characters. <laughs> down last year from 120. <laughs> so we lost a few. Uh, we lost a few people. Um, there was also a significant decrease in overall primetime scripted broadcast series. So down to 96. Um, it was down 96 this year. Last year it was 111. On the streaming services, Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix so Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix, okay, there are 95 regular LGBTQ characters featured on original scripted series, a decrease from last year, as well as 46 LGBTQ reoccurring characters. This brings the total to 141 LGBTQ characters, a decrease of 12 from last year's report. Streaming was the only platform where white LGBTQ characters outnumber LGBTQ characters of color, though racially diversity of LGBT characters on streaming did improve by 6%. Uh, so that's nice. There's been some improvement in diversity within the LGBTQ community, which of course is another topic for another day, another week, another year, but that's definitely a different topic. Uh, the next bullet point goes on in the 2021 season, bisexual characters make up 28% of all LGBT characters on all three platforms, a two percentage increase from last year. These numbers still lean towards women 
with 65 women and 33 men and one character who is non-binary. So 65 women, 33 men, and one person who is non-binary. That's sad. Sad as hell. Next bullet point. Across all three platforms, there are 29 regular and reoccurring transgender characters. These characters include 15 trans women, 12 trans men, and two non-binary characters. There are a further two lesbian non-binary characters who are not trans. Sad. Next bullet points. This is the fourth year where GLAD has counted asexual characters in our report. Last year, there was a single asexual character on Netflix's BoJack Horseman. That show has since been canceled. There is one lesbian asexual character expected in this year's primetime scripted cable programming freeform. So I am a huge BoJack Horseman fan. And yes, that is true. There was one single asexual character and it's an animated show. Um, So that says a lot, but it is a really good show. So uh, definitely, I mean, definitely check it out. I'd recommend it. Like they said, it is canceled. So you can definitely do a binge washing session and be good. You know, um, it's, it's not coming back as far as I know, but like I said, definitely a really good show. So check it out. So I'm going to read the last three highlights. So stay with me. You are doing an excellent job. The, uh, third to last one on all primetime broadcast scripted series, 46% of series regulars are women consistent with the last year's record high. The next bullet of the seven 73 series regulars counted on broadcast television, 46%. So that's 354 of characters are people of color, a 1% decrease of decrease Shit, that's the last thing we need is a damn decrease of anything, including as stimulus. That low $600. Shoot, I was playing money at $600. That shit, I'm still mad about that, actually, now that I think about it. Now that I thought about decrease. Um, okay, so back to the bullet point. Um, so it says that it's a 1% uh, decrease from the previous year's record high of 47%. The racial diversity of LGBT characters on all platforms increased. This is the last highlight. Those are my thighs. I have big ass thighs. The percentage of series regular characters with a disability has once again had a slight increase. Slightly up to 3.5% from last year's 3.1%. This continues to severely underrepresent the U.S. population living with disability. With disabilities, I'm sorry. Um, and again, that is just so much to think about. It's so much to, to really sit and pick apart and to really think about like the deeper meaning of some of these things and how... Everyone claims that everything is fair and equal now when it it's clearly not the case. And even within the LGBT community, there's not it's not an even playing field, right? So there's definitely a lot of work that needs to be done in terms of like the news and entertainment and 
even the things we watch for enjoyment to show more representation and to be able to highlight uh, different types of people in our community. And the last, uh, the closing statement for this article uh, reads, uh, Glad uses the data from the Where We Are on TV report and work throughout the year as a resource and partner to creatives, executives, and other leaders in the TV industry to ensure more fair, accurate, and inclusive LGBTQ representations that will continue to accelerate acceptance worldwide. Um, so there you have it. That was like a very brief snippet, synopsis, summary of this GLAD report. I hope that everyone enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing y'all all next week. Again, this is Liz, aka Lizzie Lesbiana. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Lizzie underscore lesbiana you can find me on clubhouse it's a lizzie lesbiana and where else am i oh i'm on tiktok too you can find me on tiktok as well so if you want to reach out to me if you have any comments if you want to collab or work with me i definitely would be open to it i'm definitely looking to grow this series and i'm definitely looking to grow the podcast but a whole part The biggest part of me doing this is making sure that it's a community effort and that the platform is available for all of you. So again, thank you for joining me. Thank you for your support. I love you guys and I will hear and see you maybe next week. Bye.